Whoa, this is weird, isn't it? So, welcome to this little one-off uh, ego, solo ego, if you will. <coughs> Everyone does it now. Everyone just like walks around talking. So, in honour of Nick, I'm, uh, I'm doing a walking ego. No, Nick isn't dead. Neither's Mr. D. That's a reference only uh, the Patreons will get. So if you want to be a Patreon, go and sign up. I can't remember what it's called. Something like that. that. The After Dark Patreon or something like that. Well, I just thought, right, I just thought, lad, that it's, it's odd. I mean, I've seen a photograph of Nick walking down the street with a cravat on, obviously, and various other accoutrements. Um, and I just thought, it can't be that hard talking to yourself. Oh, just running across the road in front of a lane driver, scarred for life. Uh, it can't be that hard. So, here I am. Now, I'm walking to the Sainsbury's because I had grace. Oh, it's a bit windy that, but you can hear the wind. Because uh, I had grace once spaghetti bolognese for tea. So I'm going to get the ingredients and make it from scratch. Not from scratch, pesetta. And uh, some red wine as well. Oh, do you know what, right? I'm going to go this way. Oh, fucking run over again. Um, plus, uh, Darren, I don't know if Darren's listened to this. He's a uh, Disneyland Paris nerd. Our newest Patreon. He wants to come on the, a future episode of this and talk about consoles, because apparently he's had every one and that excites me because although I'm not a, a gamer anymore, I can't even be asked with the, the mobile gaming anymore. I think it's an age thing. I think Darren's older than me. He does look older than me. Considerably older than me. Um, but I just thought I'd... Well, I'd test him because I've, I've dug out my wired... Um, legacy Apple earphones, not me AirPod Pros, because the AirPod Pro audio is shocking when you're recording into them, despite what Tim Apple says. Um, so I thought I'd test the audio of this. Now, obviously, Darren won't be walking around the mean streets of Liverpool. He'll be in the comfort of his own home when he records with us. But I think, I mean, I'm excited for that episode because Nick was a gamer, I was a gamer, I had various consoles. I mean, right, I'll just have a quick, I'm sure we've discussed this on an old episode of Ego. So, we had a handheld Pac-Man which was yellow. I think it was a Jag, Pac-Man, 
I don't think it was an official Pac-Man. We had this device, which had like a wheel on it, and it had interchangeable. Um, it was like rectangular with a black and white screen, and it had interchangeable cartridges. That was the front. So you used to be able to play um, battleships, I think, maybe. Certainly the, the block one, which is still on iPhones now. Um, we had the, the asteroid one, but it wasn't asteroid. It was like, you were, it was like, um, it was like space invaders. But then after every level, I think you docked or something. And uh, that was, it was all uh, batteries, loads of batteries, or if you were rich an adapter. Used to get them off the coffee. Um, and then I remember when we lived in Razak, the Vic 20 come along and you used to type in your own, do your own programming and type in and make your own games. And they were shocking. <clears throat> and at, around that time, people started to get Commodore 64, ZX Spectrums. We didn't. We got an Amstrad 464 built-in tape deck, colour screen. Uh, some of the games I remember, Jump Out, Jet at Willy, Chucky Egg, the Ghostbusters game. I had a Formula One game, which was done from the point of view of the pit station. Um, and you were a Formula One manager, which I used to play for hours. Daily Thompson's Decathlon. Where you'd rub the skin off the palm of your hand. Um, the Ghostbusters game, which was absolutely ahead of its time. The, the problem, though, with all these games, is if you were to go back now, start playing them. We used to play that game for hours. Peter Beardsley's soccer. There was an FA Cup game where you answered FA Cup trilogy uh, trivia, I think, off the top of my head. And you picked the team, and you pressed the space bar, and uh, it did the results of the FA Cup round, see if your team went through or not. Um, towards the end of the 80s, there was the Atari, not the Atari, the Commodore thingy, what was that called? Oh my god! It had sensible socket on it. It had the, the floppy disks. Everyone, everyone's screaming. I had the CD32 version, which went bust. Oh my god! Ah! Uh, I never had a Game Boy in the eighties. Never had a Game Boy. The first handheld I got was a Sega Game Gear, which again, wow. Stand up today, that console. Then there was the Amiga. Amiga. It was the Amiga. Remember the Batman game on the Amiga in Ian McGlinchey's house? Um, bit of spit there. Everyone's just gone. Um, Central Soccer. Goodness me. Take my money. There's never been 
a better football game than sensible soccer. Even FIFA on the PlayStation 5 does not hold a candle to sensible soccer. And they have never, ever been able to recreate that game engine with that gameplay. Ever. There was... Was it called Player Manager? Sensible Soccer Player Manager? Where you played as, I think, one player as well. Okay, I can't remember. I used to listen to um, Ozzy Osbourne in Tony Dunn's house playing that for hours. And it was him who introduced me to The Who for the first time. Um, Magic Bus blew my mind. I know, weird. <laughs> uh, um, then I got a Sega Mega Drive. Didn't get the Master System. Stuart Holland had one of them. They passed us by. Um, Mega Drive was all right. Again, but you, you, you used to play these games for days, hours at a time. And now you put Sonic the Hedgehog on, which is, you know, still a fantastic game to look at. You put it on now, you just can't be arsed. It's like 10 minutes, yeah, yeah, whatever. I download it on the Apple TV periodically, and I get onto like the third level. You only start going underwater and the lava and that. And I never ever got past them levels, ever. My brother completed it in one day on um, Christmas Day. And I, I, I won't say he got battered for it, but it was like £50 for the fucking cartridge or something. And then my ma flipped the lid because he'd completed it too quickly. Uh, that's another story. That's counselling session there. <laughs> um, so, what else? What else? So after that, I had a, well, me and Stuart went to Gran Canaria and it was Sega Rally Championship. And I think that was the Sega Saturn, which come out. But at the same time, Sony PlayStation was out and it become apparent very quickly that PlayStation was going to conquer all. So we swapped it out. We actually traded them in. I mean, Sega Rally Championship, what a game. What a fucking game. And there was a football game on there that Stuart bought the Panini sticker album of the, the, the football season and manually typed in all the players' names and all the players' clubs, all the clubs, all the colours, and then was able to save it onto a memory card for me, and I was able to... Actual soccer, was it? And it was top-to-bottom football, if I remember rightly. Groundbreaking again, blah, blah, blah. Then I got the Sega Dreamcast, the crazy taxi. And it was at this point sort of started to wane on gaming and I blame the uh, Sega Dreamcast 
was it wasn't even chippable. You could just play pirate games on it. You didn't have to do nothing. So I knew a pirate. The pirates used to go, ooh, pieces of eight. And I'd get fucking 60 games for like 40 quid off them or something. You know, like it was, do you know what I mean? It wasn't 60 games. It was like five for 20. It was a five and a disc or five for 20. So you know what I mean. But what that did, and the same thing happened with the PlayStation, was instead of buying, you know, your hard-earned cash, 40 quid to buy a game, you'd buy eight games and you'd just fucking play them for 10 minutes each. You never tried. Um, then we went over, defected over to Xbox, Halo, um, FIFA. Me and Stuart had to buy contraptions to connect to the Xbox. It wasn't easy to get online. Um, it was hard work, but we did it. And we were able to play against each other and it worked. Uh, and then I think I got, I <laughs> mm, don't think we got a PlayStation 2 because we had Xboxes. I think we've got PlayStation 3s. Great, lovely, lovely design. Loved my PlayStation 3. Got an original one. The design changed over the ages. They got, oh, I had a PSP in the middle of all that again. I wish I had it. I wish I still had my PSP. Fucking loved it. Um, but then goes on to PlayStation 3, Tiger Woods. We had this unbelievable night of Tiger Woods, me and Stuart, playing online against each other. And we played it for about two days, and then FIFA come out. We never looked back. And then we just played FIFA for years. And unfortunately, occasionally you'd get a Call of Duty game, you'd play it for one night again. That was the wrong fucking demographic. It was FIFA, but it wasn't FIFA where you can do all the tricks. It was mid-30s man FIFA where you could dribble past a few players, maybe put a cross in, and one in 10 you'd had a goal, one in 20 you'd score a volley. Didn't know the button, couldn't learn the button, wasn't asked about the button. And then, unfortunately, uh, PlayStation 4, and whatever reason, life got in the way. Stuart, Stuart always overthinks stuff and says it's something sinister. It isn't. It's called life. He doesn't listen. He doesn't appreciate that. He doesn't understand that for whatever reason. But life literally just gets in the way. And the nights we used to have were Friday night. we drink half a bottle of whiskey each playing FIFA for six hours just doesn't happen anymore it dies out and then my the unthinkable happened I literally stopped buying FIFA games and Stuart was still buying them because he's, he's got a son he's got a boy he's got a hunter gatherer someone to pass on his hunter gatherer skills so he can play FIFA with his son little Matthew I couldn't didn't have a son my girls, they weren't interested in FIFA. So, our Eve now has my original PlayStation 4. And it sounds like a PlayStation 4 original. 
coughed and spluttered and she plays the sims on it and she spent hundreds on mods for the sims and upgrades and whatnot and um yeah <laughs> Stuart's now got a PlayStation 5. Matthew has got the new uh, Xbox that I don't even know what it's called. And yeah, I, he showed me the PlayStation 5. Uh, I'm Stuart. I nearly got back into it with the VR. He showed me Star Wars. And you're in deep space. And like Darren said in a text message to me earlier, he's just got a brand new VR. I don't even know what he's got. Is it some latest brand new one? Don't know. But... You nearly threw up, <laughs> but that's how it gets you, because you're in deep space, and you're looking round your X-Wing, and you look down, and there's just nothing. I had it with Jack, because our Jack's got the Iron Man game, and I'm flying round as Iron Man, and then something happened, and all of a sudden I went green and nearly threw my rings off, and uh, not my rings, I'm not Sonic the Hedgehog, my ring, fucking unbelievable, yeah. So anyway, that's a, that's a show that'll be coming soon. Me, Nick and Darren chatting consoles. Like I say, go back through the history of the show. It's all fucked because I fucked up the history. So they all come out in October 22 now for some reason. I think it's because I experimented with putting legacy episodes behind the paywall. But uh, no one bought it. So I just made them all free again. Anyway, that is what it is. So, um just watched the latest Mandalorian. Spoiler. <laughs> brilliant. I'm not going to say nothing. Absolutely brilliant. No one listens to this anyway, but I'm still not going to say nothing. Fantastic first episode, season three. You know, recently we've, like last year, we had Bob the Boba Fett show. Slow burn. Very different to the others. But then Mandalorian comes into it and everyone loses their shit again. Um, the Obi-Wan show... Slow burn, but when it fucking kicked off, boy, did it kick off. It makes me sad in some respects that um, they've, you've had to do it on Disney Plus in TV format. It allows for more storytelling, obviously. But especially Obi-Wan, that could have been a film. I, I think Darth Vader needs a trilogy of films because... There's, there's com- I, I, I read the comic book arc of Darth Vader. I subscribed to Marvel for a couple of months. And I wanted to know exactly what he does after he becomes Darth Vader. And he picks the story up and he forms the Inquisitors and, or whatever they're called. And he goes off hunting Jedis and he gets his ass handed to him a few times. It's a boss story arc. Boss selection of comics. And from there, I mean, some of it... It's clearly an Obi-Wan. They've took some of that story. But so much more of Darth Vader to tell. You know, and I think you could easily get away with three films, Darth Vader. And you could sort of entwine them with... Because don't forget, he's at, he had about 17, 18 years. How old Luke? When he becomes Luke Skywalker. You know, there's... Yeah... You know, Luke is a, a little boy in Obi-Wan. So the story's there. Just be brave and fucking tell them. Because we will watch them. We'll pay good money and watch them. Um, I mean, I can't believe Disney Plus is struggling. And what I think, right, what I do genuinely think is... I paid £32 for Paramount Plus for a year. 
discount on Black Friday in, in November last year. I've more than had my money's worth out of it. So much content on Paramount Plus. And there is on Disney Plus. They give you 10 months for the price of uh, 10 months cost the year 12 months. 10 for the price of 12. No, 12 for the price of 10. There you go. And, um, but, and, then, and then you've got Netflix. I get Netflix free through my Virgin Media. I was going to cut the cord. And then he said, oh, you can have Netflix for free if you want. So that was saving me £15 a month off my bill. I was like, yeah, all right. I was, I was literally phoning up to cut the cord. I'd been given the green signal. We watched 95% of our TV on uh, streaming devices. Kerry flicks. Well, you can flick on the digital telly. We've still got Freeview digital telly. Why do I have to pay for Virgin Media for you to flick? So that's what we were doing. And then he knocked it down and then he gave me fucking Netflix for free. So I was like, oh, but you know what I think they're all missing, right? Now, I think Disney's $6.99 a month. What if Disney, and I mean, 25 people listen to this because no one listens to Ego anymore. We used to get, whoa, 100 people. But um, you used to get 300 people at one stage. Uh, but imagine if there was a tier where you could only watch, like Apple TV, the Disney exclusive content. So stuff made for Disney Plus is the only thing you subscribe to. So you get none of the other noise, right? What would that price point be? Because I don't even know how much Apple Plus is. I want to say it's six. I think it was 4 99 for a long time. I mean, you give it away for a year when you when it first launched, when you bought any device. <laughs> but Imagine. If there was a price point where you could get all of Disney Plus original content for one price, maybe, maybe you didn't get all the other noise. So maybe it's four ninety nine a month instead of the six ninety nine a month that it currently is. So you say even two pound. I mean, I'd, I'd be tempted, and then if there was other stuff that you wanted to watch that has come across from Fox or, you know, Simpsons, for example. Well, all right, yeah, I want to watch all the Simpsons. Disney could say, well, all right, you could subscribe for the extra £2 a month, for the extra £3 a month, or you can watch it once, you can rent it off us, and watch it once you've watched it once. So it's a tenner. And you've got The Simpsons once. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. I think that might be good. That's an idea. So, write to Sir John Disney Plus. See if he wants to fucking take me up on the offer. Do you know what I mean? Um, what else? 
I mean, there's been a lot of, a lot, a lot of, all right, ghosts, Hillary, yeah. I've come down to heaven, from heaven, not to heaven. I haven't been above heaven. I mean, what is above heaven? Heaven plus 5.99 a month to get in. And any old's a girl, if you know what I mean. Um, hi, Scylla. I was just going to talk about the podcast community as a whole. Oh, God, yeah. It's been bosh, you know. We've had loads of interactivity and positive content and vibes from people within the community. That's right, that's silly. So, we, I don't know if Facebook have, have launched this chat feature where people in certain groups that you run, you can just have a private chat room now. And um, the Patreons have got their own now, so we can gab in real time to the Patreons. Something we've been really bad at over the years. Um, instantly, last week, Darren signed up, so we gained a new Patreon. I think we've got 20 Patreons now, which is amazing. And they get some, we think it's good content. They probably think it's good, well, they don't cancel. Um, I mean, and then I've, I've just created it. I'm just messing around with stuff. There's a, within our... Uh, exclusive group on Facebook, the Secret After Dark Army or something, whatever it's called. Um, there's a chat in there now for share your Disney merch. So you take photographs. Darren sent me about 200 photographs of his merch the other day. I'll be honest, I don't do Disney merch. I'm not interested. I've got some, but it's very, 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 not bespoke. But it's very, 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 very stuff that only stuff that I want, and very, very, very few and far between. You know, my kids have got it. Kerry's got a little bit, but we're not into merch. So I thought I don't want to upset Darren. I want to give him a place to run free. So I did, and now he runs free in the the Disney merch chat group. And I've shared some pictures of merch in there. I think it's lovely. It's a lovely little idea um, for people to show what they've got. Because I shared two retro key holders with the, the ducks on. Donald Duck and, and the rest of the cunts. Um, stuff like that. But it's been, I think we're in a nice place at the moment. With listeners and stuff. I'm comfortable in my own skin. For me, it's never been about the listenership, like more listeners, more listeners. It was at one point, many years ago. I think Nick's slowly coming round to the idea that we're never going to get a million fucking listeners. He's not John Bon Jovi by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but, yeah, um, I'm just very, feel very happy and lucky that we've got such wonderful listeners that feel like they can reach out and have a little gap to us, you know. Um, we're messing around with the format again, which we do. We, we change our podcast. I said to Phil Gard once, fucking hell, you change your podcast name again. And he went, still not as many as you, you fucking bell end. So that's for you, Phil. 
but we have. We used to be this after dark. Um, then we started talking about Universal a lot more, and we had Amanda in the team, somebody who we all miss dearly, and um, she wanted to talk more Universal, so we created for Amanda Universal After Dark, and that lasted a while, and then Amanda moved on, and we wanted, we'd changed Diz After Dark to Disney Parks and Beyond, which was Nick's idea for an episode, a name, and it was fucking shit. Disney Parks and Beyond. It sounds like a fucking bad porno. Anyway, we had that. And then I come up with the much better idea. And it was inspired by that Florida guy, basically, um, because we had more Lando. That went under. Um, and, oh, hey, I am more Lando. And I am here to tell you that I am still noncing around in the Orlando area. I don't know if Apple's non-spots will pick up on that word now. And my sex dungeon will be raided. I will have to smuggle out the alligator. And the cheesecake, which I purchased from the Cheesecake Factory on the 192. Fuck off of Orlando. So, um, that went under. Changed to that Florida podcast. And then Kevin Curtis Allen, unbelievably good podcaster, took over the reins of that Florida podcast. And he's always looking for listeners to go on and do trip reports, not necessarily about the parks, about everything, staying off property, staying in villas, staying, going to see other bits, going to look at the beach, going and watching the baseball, all that type of stuff. That's what that podcast's for. And Kev, it's Kevin's baby now. He runs it. It is podcast, nothing to do with us. But I thought Synergy, if he's got that Florida podcast, we should have that Disney Parks podcast. I didn't want the word parks in it, but Nick's a crying cunt, so we ended up with that Disney Parks podcast. I just wanted that Disney podcast, because we talk. Disney? Whatever. Then we uh, we had that Universal podcast. It's just, a, it's just Universal after dark. Just a name change. But we're talking now about just fucking it off and just having... Um, that theme park podcast or theme parks after dark and just merging everything like like um remember ryan used to come on the show occasionally up his own ass if he could suck himself off he would uh, cries off every week because he's got an ingrown toenail here or his anus is bleeding again well he does theme park trader which we i still listen to i love it and um he just bounces around the theme parks and it was literally going to be like that. Talk Disney one week. When there's Universal news, talk Universal that week. But the little uh, Texan, Todd, is back in the circle of love. And he reached out. I talked to him the other day going to Cowie. And he left for various reasons. Wink, wink, Todd. And um, he's back talking to us again. Nothing to do with us. He just 
he just started listening to audiobooks and shit uh, whilst masturbating in the shower. Whatever. We all do it. Don't we? Um, and he said, look, keep them separate because I love just subscribing to that Universal podcast. So we need to have a discussion. Maybe some feedback off yourselves. I don't know. I don't know how many of you are listening. Tweet me at BCL1973. Message me in the group when this comes out. Because I'm getting to the Sainsbury's now. Where I'm going to get some spaghetti bolognese ingredients for my beautiful Grace. And maybe freeze some for Eve to take back to York when she comes home at the weekend. Um, yeah, let me know. Uh, should we change? Should we merge them? Should we keep them separate? Tonight, as a special bonus, um, Hell Hath No Fury is coming back. Hell, is that what it's called? Hell Hath No Fury. I think it is. Um, and that's the Mine and P-Dab's uh, Halloween Horror Nights podcast that we created to in 2019 to record... Uh, the run-up to our travelling in 2019 as a group to Halloween Horror Nights 29. Um, we had we, There's content there from the event as well, where we're all sitting around. Um, I think the meetup's on there, maybe. Can't remember. But then we carried it on, and for a little while, we, Chris Ripley was sponsoring us, going buy his books, his Halloween books, Halloween on night books. He hasn't written one for a couple of years. But you never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, that's back tonight because P-Dabs went in October onto the west coast of America. He went and did Disneyland and he went and did the Hollywood Halloween Horror Night. And we were always supposed to have a trip report off him and then figure because I wanted him to have audio, so to speak, of his trip, so you can listen back to it and remember the good times of the holiday, that type of stuff, which is what I love podcasts for. I still go back and listen to me and Stuart going to um, Halloween Horror Night. Some of them episodes are fucking genius. I love the one where we've done four parks in one day and um, basically, like, uh, I think Kerry bought him the ticket as a Father's Day Prezi, four parks in one day. And he said on the aeroplane, nah, it's not for me, Disney. And it fucking broke my heart, I'll be honest with you. And then a couple of years later, he took his family. So, hope you're listening, Stewie, you cunt. Um, yeah, that's something that we always wished and dreamed for to go with them on holiday. But never happened whatever um so there's that so that's coming out tonight we're going to record it tonight and it'll be published tonight that's tonight tonight so if you're listening to it in two years it was the other week well it was two years ago but you know what i mean this is going to go live now this ego um next week i'm recording with colin this or that so again, if you've got any dis or dats, quick fire dis or dats, next week's episode, when Colin's gone all fucking hippie and shit now, he fucking sits in an ice bucket every day. He's like a little gnome. 
sits at the bottom of his garden with a little hat on, naked in a fucking bucket of ice. Fuck me. But anyway, quick fire disorder. That's what next week's episode could be. We always say, oh, it's coming back and life again. It's a podcast. Life gets in the way. It always does and it always will. And I was one of them. Shut it down. Burn it. Shut it down. It was always Nick who was like, don't be burning it. Don't be shutting it down. Just go on hiatus for a little while. That's not a problem, is it? I was like, you're right, Nick. You're very wise. And that's why I've got all these beautiful podcasts with beautiful people that I can record. I mean, I've got that streaming podcast, that listener Joe, who just sent me the most amazing Michael Myers Halloween Horror Night Glass from last year's event. Me and him want to talk streaming um, because there's that much out there now. But just isn't enough hours in the day at the moment. So even that is a thing, that streaming podcast. It's not about streams or putting your feet in them or nothing like that, which you can do if you want. I like to weigh in them personally. Um, but that's waiting somewhere to be set off, fired off. Um, yeah, so there we go. Here I am at St. Breeze. This is either going to be absolutely a thousand downloads or no downloads, but whatever. Cue the music.
grass is so 